Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Yogi. Hello. <laughs> so you're born in Brent Cross? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah London. Are your parents from there as well? But they uh, moved there, right? My parents are from India. Yeah. So my mum was from, uh, I think, like around Adipur, somewhere in India, basically. Mm -hmm. And my dad was from Yemen. Oh. And then they moved to um, uh, London. For work? I th no, just like, just, they, I don't know, they just moved there, but long time ago, mm -hmm. like when they were very young. Um, so then I grew up, I was born and raised in London, mm -hmm. yeah. What was it kind of like growing up with immigrant parents? Did you have like an Indian community or...? No, I lived in a Jewish neighborhood, oh. Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. So I didn't really feel like I was an... I didn't feel like I was an immigrant, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. at all. Like, yeah. I felt like I was English. Oh, okay. Yeah. And your dad worked for, is it Technics or something? How do you see the company? Uh, Technics. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't work for Technics. He was a distributor oh, for, okay. for Technics, Panasonic, and a few other electronic companies. Mm -hmm. So um, he was um, yeah, he was like, you know, someone that would import it into the country and export it. He kind of worked on that in electronics. Oh, yeah. and then your cousins also were, were they into music or...? Yes, no, my cousins were, um, they had a promotion company, so they had parties. Um, and they would do uh, parties for universities uh, every, pretty much every every night or like, mm -hmm. you know, Monday to Thursday. So like for all the university and college kids. So they would throw all these parties and they became pretty successful. Oh, wow. And that's how I had my first, like I got my first gigs um, DJing in London uh, was because of their parties, mm -hmm. yeah. What kind of music did your parents play in the house when you were growing up? Um, my dad was heavily into James Brown, mm -hmm. so um, I, we had to listen to loads of James Brown, loads of funk, loads of soul music. Um, his record collection was pretty extensive as well, so I just started playing around with that. And my mum was very much into uh, Hindi music. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the first CD you bought? Um, no. I remember the first record I bought. Yeah. And it was um, uh, it was a Wu Tang record. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you were listening one. to a lot of American hip hop yes. when you were growing up. Yeah, yeah. I got one, and my brother got one. We got we bought the same record. Oh like we were like, you know, not at the same. You know, we weren't at the shop at the same time, but I think I bought one and, and the same day he bought it when oh he was gosh. with his friends. And, but it was good because we, I got to practice like, like tricks on the turntables were like the same record. So it was like, it was a good oh, way yeah. of learning. Yeah, yeah. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Uh, I don't know. I was a hip hop like snob kid. That's, oh, yeah. I, well, that's all I wanted to listen to. Yeah, and that's probably all I'll talk about as well. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like school? I had a hilarious time at school. I don't think I worked too hard, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun and, um, you know, I just chilled with my friends mainly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Did I was yeah. joking around. <laughs> yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to get into music? Um, I think when I was 
playing with, like when I was DJing, I thought that was probably all I really wanted to do. But I didn't really know how it would work. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I didn't know the industry or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Were your parents always supportive? Yeah. Really? 100%. Wow, yeah. that's rare. My dad was like, just, if you're going to do it, just make sure you, you know, you become really good at it. Mm-hmm. So they were mad supportive, and same with my mom as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you already have like in your local community people already know you as a DJ? Um, yeah, I think from a young age because I I had decks, isn't it? So I was always messing around with that. So within my family and like my friends, they kind of knew that I was you know messing around with music. Mm-hmm. So I'm Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, did you go to, is it University of London? No, I went to Westminster. Oh, Westminster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went there for a bit and had a good time as well. (laughs) What did you study? I studied commercial music. Oh. Yeah, so it was a degree in like, kind of a little bit of music production, a little bit of music business, and, um, you know, kind of the business side of the music industry. Mm -hmm. But like little bits of each kind of, you know, parts of the business of music. Looking back, do you think it helped you? Um, I think it gave me time to figure out what I wanted to do and, you know, hone my craft, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And meet other people that were trying to do music professionally as well. So I think, yeah, it did help a lot. How did you get into the gram scene initially? Um, well, I got into the urban scene. I don't think specifically it was grime, but it was definitely like hip hop. And you know, urban music in, in the in the UK, which is like grime and UK hip hop. But I really got into it um, by working with an artist called Bashi um, on um, on his project and some stuff that we did. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Bashi, who's now actually a, a sick actor. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So check him out. How did you meet Stormzy? I didn't actually meet Stormzy. What I actually what actually happened was um, I did this track for Professor Green. Um, and Professor Green reached out to Stormzy and got him on the track that we were working on together. So I've, I've yet to meet him. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of how it always happens, isn't <laughs> it? But Is this after you graduated? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like the year after I came out of university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then were you working other jobs at that point? I was an engineer for Art Studios. I worked at my dad's shop for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, that was kind of it. And, you know, I, I was probably the worst engineer because I, <laughs> I just didn't care enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to do my own music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> that was back. mad stressful, those engineering days. But, yeah, that was kind of it. That was I, the only yeah. job I had. Yeah. How did you get your name out there initially? I guess from DJing a little bit. But mainly from, I did this track with um, a UK uh, rapper called Wretch, who's actually huge out there, he's mm. massive. Um, uh, I did a song with him, and that's kind of like, that kind of like did, did a, it kind of like, you know, broke it out of the urban scene there into like the mainstream in, in England. And that was kind of how people started hearing my music. Mm-hmm. How did you meet Wretch? Um, through his his label and his management at that time, 
I kind of like gave them a beat and they really liked it and then they played it to him and he was down and mm -hmm. that's kind of how that happened. Well, did you have a team already at that point? Um, it was basically me and my manager um, who who um, I went to university with so I was like yo we should start our own thing we yeah. should make music and we should just like you know play this music game and hustle and grind and then he was like yeah I'm down and then we started like trying to figure out how we're gonna get beats out how we're gonna get mm -hmm. rappers on the beats do you know what I mean how we're gonna you know get placements and you know try and play that game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how did um, Dr. Dre find out about you um, I was working with um, Interscope at the time and my A&R there um, took my some beats and some music that I'd done to him and then that's kind of how he heard you know what I was doing mm -hmm. yeah and then he helped did he help you sign the deal or how did it go down well basically it was initially just you know a production deal with Aftermath so it would just be me you know making beats and like you know sending them to Dre you know playing them for him and see what he likes and what he doesn't like and what he wanted to use and what he didn't want to use that, that was kind of the aftermath situation that I had mm -hmm. yeah and then were you working with him closely like with sessions and everything no mine was a very it would be like I would send him music um, I'd meet him plays and stuff and just send him music and see what he liked and what he didn't like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it was very much like, because for me it was like I need to, I need to be able to get into that zone. So it's like you know the creative zone. Mm -hmm. So for me it was like I needed to have that space in order to 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 ha to make something. Mm -hmm. You know that was that I felt was good enough for him. And. What was the turning point that you realized you wanted to move to LA? Was it to do with that or? I, it was that and signing and then doing um, my first Alza deal, oh. which kind of happened at the same time. Yeah. So um, they both like, when it was like, you know, oh, you know what, this aftermath thing's happening, you know, the Alza thing's happening, you know what, I should be there, you know, I want to mm -hmm. see what I can make of it. So and that was, was kind of the turning point for me. And to get to Skrillex, did you also just send music to him, or was there another? <laughs> like, was it, it was the same same, same guy. Same. It was the same guy. It was my guy at my A and R. Cute uh, baby. <laughs> it was my A and R at um, uh, at Interscope. It was like, yo, you should you should look into this and see if see if this could this could work for you. And I was like, cool, let's let's see where it hands up. And then they end up liking the music and wanting to do something. And that's how the whole burial and push a T thing came about. Mm. Was that kind of the first times that he did more electronic music? Yeah, I mean, for me it wasn't, it, all I was trying to do at that time was, because it was very fresh and there, there was no like formula for it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so at that time, it was something new and exciting and it felt like it was moving, it was a, could be the next thing. So it was like just experimenting and trying to take elements of electronic music and and make it hip hop and you know taking hip hop and making electronic so it was like a new thing at that time mm -hmm. do you know what I mean and when I made it I was like wow this is dope yeah do you know what I mean so yeah did you think of getting more into electronic music after that song yeah I tr you know I definitely um, started trying to think like that and trying to go more into sound design and you know more into the electronic sounds 
and it definitely influenced me of how I make music today as well. Do you feel like now that you've moved to the US, the style of your music has changed? Um, no. I feel like I'm trying to go back to my creative zone a bit more. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like when I was in Brent Cross, there was no influence. It was what you made of it. But when you're in America, the influence is very, it's kind of knocking on your door. So it's like, I'm just trying to find a good place and a good creative space to be away from the influence so I can influence myself, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And can you talk more about your album and the inspirations? Yeah. The album is basically based on um, my life between London and LA and growing up in London. And it basically starts out with um, me being harassed by the police. Mm -hmm. And like a kind of true story of when I was driving home from a club and I was in Camden and the police kind of took me from the car, you know, started harassing me, um, kind of like put me, you know, they crashed into my car, pulled me out the front seat, smashed me on the um, bonnet of their car. And I kind of want to show, you know, my, my uh, point of view. And definitely it's, it's a unique one because um, you know, just growing up in London with being Indian but being feeling English mm -hmm. um, but listening to and being so influenced by hip-hop music and James Brown on one side but subliminally kind of having Indian rhythms drummed into me uh, no pun intended mm -hmm. um, kind of, I want to be able to execute that sonically so it's kind of like both sides, you know what I mean, just, just different kind of rhythms and, um, and but with that American feel and that son sonic quality that, you know, has definitely influenced me and something that I want to be able to, to get out. Mm -hmm. So kind of that's what the album mm -hmm. is. How do you decide which artists you want to work with, like Juicy J, Luna George? Whoever I like, mm -hmm. you know, do you know, whoever I hear on the beat or whatever. Um, there isn't like anything predetermined. Mm -hmm. It's all like, oh, you know what? I hear this person on this beat. Let's try and get them on it. Because mm -hmm. even when you're making a beat, you start thinking, oh, I'm gonna. When you're a producer, you start making that beat for that person. So this doesn't change with how I'm approaching doing this album. It's like definitely a journey, and everyone kind of, you know, has their two cents. Or you know, all the features mm -hmm. have it. You know, when they come on, they're having their own perspective on, you know that the concept for that song, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? So there isn't a real decision as to who you get on it, it's you know, whoever you hear on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because your album has such a specific narrative, Yeah. did you find it more kind of difficult to decide? Because you could have just pretty much got anyone to like be on your album. Um, nah, I think... Um, you know, at the end of the day, like the artists I'm approaching, it's not. I'm not trying to approach everyone. I'm like definitely trying to approach the artists that I feel like are gonna bring that perspective um, first. So, I mean, I could approach everyone, but I just, I just feel like every song is different. Like I've got one song which is so LA sounding mm -hmm. that I want it to be, you know, an LA song. Do you know what I mean? I want it. You know, even this. I can't really talk about it too much but the, even the sample and if you hear it like I've very much constructed that song how I feel like the chronic was originally done do you know what I mean mm. I've really tried to listen back to you know 
my my influences and dissect how they actually create it. So so you know, and that, that's me in LA. That's how it feels. And I've got other songs that feel like London. It feels like Camden. Mm. So it's very important to get someone that is from Northwest oh. to be on that tune. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's how I've kind of approached each song. It's different. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How would you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? I think I just got better. Yeah. Like, like it was, and technology's got better as well. Do you know what I mean? Like before, yeah. it was long, in it. Like you had to have a MPC to make a beat and a computer and then you'd have to run them side by side and sync them up and then record it in and but now it's like you can do everything on one computer and you could like take it wherever you mm -hmm. go and like kind of try and get the juice from all the places mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so I guess the technology's got better yeah and it influences you differently as well how would you say you've grown as a person since you were younger I don't think I've grown at all <gasps> I think I'm exactly the same. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I wish I would grow up, but I don't think I ever will. <laughs> Just because when you're making music, you have to be like, you have to stay uh, in a young mentality, isn't it? So mm -hmm. it kind of like follows you out of the studio as well. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Um, finishing this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and yeah, I guess. Um, you know, staying strong mentally to 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 get to the end of the the creative vision, and um, um, you know, missing your family and you know all of that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. I don't I don't feel I feel blessed to be honest with you. I don't really I don't think I've had I don't think that day has come. Touch wood. <laughs> what does love mean to you? My wife. Mm -hmm. That's what love means to me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you love about her personality? Um, what do I love about her personality? Um, she is the yin. Oh, well, without being cheesy, she's the <laughs> like I'm the I'm the ear and she's the eye. Mm. Do you know? You, yeah. You, you have to see and you have to hear to be able to do what we do, do you know what I mean? Not necessarily, I'm not saying that in a physical way, I'm just saying you have to see the vision and you have to hear the vision. Mm. So she helps me actualize, you know, what we're both thinking, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know, this, this is too deep. Well, <laughs> I'm still alive, so I don't know. Just I don't know. Just being a good person. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it, really. I love that. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Bye. Peace.